0: Welcome to Lady Bizwiz, where we help you focus, execute, and get results as you take your business from concept to market. So, someone in the crowd, as we were having this conversation, mentioned imposter syndrome. And I was just looking up a good definition for it because I know kind of know what it is, but imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. And a lot of women talk about this in the workplace today. Um what do you What do you think about that, Amy? Have you ever felt like that? Like, oh my gosh, I have. I don't know if I'm like really I
1: have in the last thirty days. I
0: don't know if I'm really all, as good as, I, last as I as I look in the last thirty days. I don't know if I believe my own press in the last thirty
1: days. <laughs> um, so I had a really fabulous opportunity come up to me um, within the last two months, and the opportunity was really something rather unexpected. It wasn't anything on my Plan or my path, and um, the opportunity was just really I thought too good to pass up on, and so I have um I have said yes to it, and it's it's a big leap. It takes me out of my state twice, you know, for two weeks every month. I live I'm now living in Texas, and I'm here two weeks, so it's kind of a little bit different schedule for me and um and i remember saying i did my pitch i did my what i thought i could do for the company what my vision for the company and and you know and we worked out an arrangement and, and i was hired and i remember telling them and i remember telling my husband too i said i guess now i've got to really do all that stuff i just said i was going to do and there's a daunting moment that you feel confident about what you're saying and then there's that weird little moment that goes okay i've said all this now can I really pull it off? Am I really the bag of nuts that I just said I was? And I, I mean, y'all know, if you've listened to me enough, I'm a pretty confident woman. I mean, I, I, I do, I talk a big game. I, I, I live a big game. I, I, I deliver a big game. But, you know, I'm, there were moments in my, in, in, in that quiet time from the time that I said yes to the time that, you know, the job started, I guess it was about two weeks, and that I had these moments of doubt that crept up. Um, and I would talk to my husband about him, and my husband was really dismissive of it because he's like Amy. He goes, "You're you're fine. You're perfect. You're what they've needed. You're you know you're going to be great." And I'm like, "I just don't know." And I you know, and I talk about this, and I didn't bring this up the other day at the lunch, but you know, I have a group of women, and I've talked about this before that are are the women that I do rely on um, to be vulnerable with, and they're the they're the people that I can go to and say, you know, I just don't know. Am I really? Can I really deliver what I've come up with? And they they sometimes have more faith in me than at that moment I have in myself, but they speak truth into me. And one of those women in particular um, said as I was sharing these vulnerable moments of, of that I was feeling and of doubt, and, and and her her comment was this: she says, "You have to be nothing less than you." She goes, "Just do you." What a great word, and be who you are and everything else will fall into place and she goes and there's no more pressure than just being who you are and you know that takes a lot of pressure off because I know who I am and I I know these things but I also I know that who I am is also somebody who doesn't hit a home run every single time at that and there was just something about that that gave me permission to go I'm going to win some I'm going to lose some the ones that I lose will try to wrap back around and win um, the next time. And um, and so I went forward and I, you know, and, I, and I've taken this job. And um, I will tell you, it's been a bumpy first 30 days. Um, the things that I thought were solidly in place were not as solid as I thought. Um, I, t- I was telling you earlier, I said, I feel like I'm driving the Titanic who's halfway through the iceberg. And we're making a big U-turn to get some, some foundations in place that just weren't really set there where they needed to be and and you know it's really in a space that I don't know all that much about honestly I don't know a whole lot about the you know what the company actually does from a technical standpoint, but what they've hired me to do is what I do know, which is the foundations pieces and so I do know how to build a solid foundation for a company, and then how to build walls on that foundation, then how to scale and build, you know, high rises out of it. And so that's what they've hired me to do. And as long as I stay focused on that's who I am, and that's what I do, and I just keep doing what I do in, in the scope of who I am, you know, I don't have to, I can rely on the other team members that know exactly basically how to do what we sell. Um, I don't know how to do that, but I don't, have to, I don't have to have that answer. I've already got people on the team that have that answer. I only have, what I bring to the team is what they were missing. And so there's just a lot of, there's just something in that. But yeah, I have, I have it. I mean, I, I don't think, I think anybody would be lying to you if they said they didn't. And like I said, I'm a pretty confident person,
0: but um, I think it, it too, it, I, for me, it comes when I face like a new challenge. Something maybe that I haven't exactly done before, but something that feels, wow, can I really deliver on this? It feels it feels bigger than it or different or, or uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable space, maybe something I haven't quite done before. And and that's when I think in the moment I'm like, Well, can I really pull this off? You know? But um, I think like I think it was a great word, you know, let take the pressure off, do what you do and and don't think too far ahead. Just stay right here. Yeah, so right, I, I you do are. tend
1: to stay. I, I you know, even with in this, you know, I plan ninety days in advance, and then we work, you know, one month at a time. And um, June, I'll plan the next ninety days, and so I, I really do operate that way. I mean, you know, my, I guess my parents, my mother, like, you know, she reminded me. It's because it's, it's something I say all the time. How, how do you eat a whale? And it's one bite at a time. And it's something I've said for years and years. And um, and that is how you do it. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think we all suffer with are we in because it really it comes down to this whole it really comes down to this are am I enough?
0: Yeah, I was going to say that's really if you, if you if you funnel it all down and you synthesize it all down that's really the question
1: am I enough? Mm-hmm. And um I would I, I would challenge you to to say yes I would challenge you because um, anything less than yes is and maybe you need to learn more so I mean maybe yes with some learning or yes with some training or yes with You know, there may be always a caveat. I have stuff to learn constantly. But at the core, if I'm in my space doing what I do with, with the skills and gifts that I have.
0: My time is the most valuable resource I have. And I'd like to spend less of it at the grocery store. Instacart helps me get unlimited products I love from the stores I choose for one low monthly fee. The groceries are delivered in less than an hour. So if I need that one special ingredient to make my mom's famous chicken gumbo... I can have it here before my workday is done without the extra hassle of another errand. Start your 14 day trial with Instacart by following the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart never step foot in a grocery store again. I
1: mean, I have not sold myself as a 16th chapel painter I mean, I've sold myself into a, into, a, into a set of skills that I have. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say, yes, you are. I mean, if you're doing something within what it is you do.
0: Right. That's be authentic,
1: right. though. I mean, obviously, if you've never taken a coding class in your entire life, don't go out there and open a website
0: development company where you're going to write code. I mean, you're not going to do I think that's actually an do imposter. That well. that <laughs> I think be that's an, a real imposter. <laughs> would <be> an imposter. <laughs> not just the syndrome. <laughs> okay, great stuff. All right, so the third question is this, and I think, this may be some, somewhat, we might find it somewhere along the same line, but a little bit different. So one of the attendees said this. You, um, she said, Amy, you, get, you said you get eight hours of sleep. How do you do it? I'm 26 years old, and I'm in a situation with a nonprofit where if one of my contracts fall through, I could lose everything. Also, the problems I deal with and hear about from the young people I serve are so disturbing that sometimes I lose my appetite, I can't even eat, and I'm struggling with sleep at night.
1: This particular woman is, I mean, in my opinion, is just a magical hardcore woman. So those questions coming from her was um it does tell of the pressure and the and what she sits under and what she does each and every day. But um and I don't do in my daily life anything close to what she does. So I guess I wanna make that as a um I don't deal in the in the pieces of trauma that she deals in. And so again, I can't speak to otherwise it would just seem very patronizing I don't I don't deal in the trauma of the things that she deals with she does probably hear horrific stories and if I spent my day hearing those horrific stories would probably have a hard time sleeping eight hours so when I say I sleep eight hours to somebody to that it's not this we're not even dealing from the same deck Mm. um so it's a good point it's not fair it's not fair for me to go I can do this why can't she she's she deals with she deals from a her heart is um is to work with those that are are traumatized and so again i can't I, that would be very unfair I, I, I deal with kitchen towels it's not very traumatizing so i do sleep eight hours every night this
0: pecans don't keep you up at night they do don't. they the pecans don't keep, not keep <laughs> me up at night um but it's a great it's a great point because some I, of us do really carry you do heavy Heavy, you know, the the pain of other people is not so easy to bear.
1: When I was a chaplain, I guess I can refer to that probably more because when I was a chaplain and volunteered as a chaplain, I, I I you know I knew people would be dying the next day or they died that day, and it was it was very emotionally draining. And um, and at the end of those days, we would have again I would uh, with her, and I don't know if I said this the other day, but I would have you know you need a team that you can basically kind of offload that. You've got to get that's obviously in this situation a very sensitive matter person. But we would have we would have a meeting at the end of the day and we would go through the cases that day that were that were difficult and they were horrendous and they were horrible and they would I'd be in my car and I would cry. Um in in my space there was really nothing I could do to fix it. I know that her space is, you know, trying to create solutions through them. So it's like a little bit different um as far as like on her one project could go away and that could i would i would i would advise her to look at her company more as a bed of nails if she can create some kind of bed of nails scenario on that where you're basically spreading out um spreading out some of the risk amongst a couple of projects so that your risk your do or die is not hinging on one Um, That should create a little bit more sense of peace because if everything hinges on one, if the one doesn't happen, then the cowards fall. So I would recommend, you know, trying to figure out if you could restructure that if it's possible that you restructured it, you know, to create some diversity. Um, I think when we spoke with Ian that day, we talked about diversity of investing. So I would, I kind of want to look at your business as if there's opportunities to diversify some of what ends up happening
0: because you, you talked about her exposure. Like, if she could kind of limit the exposure of her company, it would probably be a big benefit yeah. to her. It but would I, re- again, reduce her stress.
1: Yeah, and I would go ahead and say that also needs to be with somebody who's knowledgeable. That would not – that's nothing I want to deal deal with over a – you know, luncheon kind of thing, but I mean, I would say that that would be more of a deeper dive to see if there's some places to shore up some of the uncertainties. Business always has uncertainties, but if you can shore up some of them, that will give you some level of peace of mind, because um, usually for me at least, if I'm not sleeping at night, it's because I'm having some kind of racing thoughts, and you know, I'm just circling the drain, and um, and I don't typically end up being able to solve them when I'm sleeping, because I'm just, all I'm doing is just, it's just running in my head, um, so yeah, but I would say on that one, if she's having, you know, like I said, she deals a lot. So I would, yeah, she needs to create a team, um, personally to help her professionally.
0: Um, Somewhere where she can go and kind of do like, like you said, a dump where yeah. it can be like, you know, this was a really hard day. I heard this and I heard that. And I just, you know, need to talk about it. Just got to get it out. Yeah.
1: Um, that's not something you want to internalize, but you know, I, I mean, I admire her every very highly admire her as a professional. Um, I do love to see, um, you know, younger women out there doing their thing. I remember as a young entrepreneur at 25, there was a, not a lot of young women entrepreneurs when back in the in the early 90s, it was really kind of an older guy's game. And I got caught a lot of like sweeties and honey bears and things like that. Honey De- bear? Didn't care. But anyway, <laughs> it, was all, it was that kind of thing. Um, and um, so I do love watching these younger women get out there and kind of do their thing. But um, the... the all everything that i would sum up i guess with all of this is um you've got to create yourself a safe harbor because if you're an island in this this will swallow you up and um and 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 that's where the imposter syndrome idea can start really to grab root um you've got to create yourself a harbor that you have people that you can you know get up next to and and can talk to you. um that speak truth to you. Because like I said, I mean, it's the truth that people speak to me in my vulnerable places, but I'm not vulnerable to people like at the grocery store. Um, It's those people that really, that speak that truth, that know me, um, that really um, encourage me to keep doing the different things that I do.
0: Thank you for joining us today on Lady Biz As always, we value your feedback. Send us an email at questions at ladybizwiz.com and let us know what you like best about the podcast or if you have any ideas for future ones. Thanks so much. We hope you have a great day. See you next time.